Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Wednesday, hopefully the half point of your work week on the 29th of November in 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through your Wednesday. And we're going to start with buying a home. How would you feel if you were buying a home, you'd selected your home, went through all the financing, all the hard work of choosing, selecting, and being ready, only to have your closing signing for the house delayed? That's what's happening to thousands of individuals amidst a ransomware attack. Fidelity National Financial is one of the largest title insurance property companies in the United States, and they reported on the 21st of November that they had experienced a cyber attack that resulted in disruptions to their business. Now, they did say that all the data is safe. However, ALPHV, also known as Black Cat or ALFV, took credit the following day of the disclosure for the attack. And so ALFV usually does steal data. It's possible that there's data. Uh, Fidelity National Financial says in the disclosure that they're investigating with the help of a third party as to exactly what occurred here because they don't know. Bottom line though, if you're trying to buy a house, you've been delayed because of ALF v ransomware attack against Fidelity National Financial about two weeks ago. Now, ransomware doesn't just target U.S. companies. In fact, there's a really intriguing report about a cyber attack on a Chinese company an automotive interior company, Yangfeng. Now, Yangfeng is one of the largest automobile parts suppliers in the world, and a ransomware group known as Qilin is claiming responsibility for the attack against Yangfeng, which again impacted their ability to deliver parts to their customers. And at least one company is saying they had to stop production in their North American plants. Stellantis has said that due to undisclosed supplier issues about a month ago, they had to shut down production of vehicles in their North American plants. Now, the Keelan Ransomware Group did claim this on the 27th of November, just two days ago. But again, as the Stellantis comments indicate, it looks like the Yanfeng event happened very much prior to that. And either they didn't negotiate or they missed the ransomware operator's deadline for paying. And so now the group is publicly shaming them on their uh, data leak site DLS. We're going to move from China to Ukraine. In the Ukraine, police are heralding a great operation that netted the arrest of individuals and the shutdown of a group conducting ransomware globally. Police raided over 30 locations, seizing hundreds of computers and other digital tools that the group was using to target organizations in 71 countries. They look to have targeted at least, at least, by some reports, between 17 and 1900. The real number is probably higher. So near 2,000 victims. And they used a variety of ransomware modules, including Megacortex, Dharma, Hive, Locker, Goga, and when you use that many variants of ransomware uh, combined with a number of other commodity tools that they used, like TrickBot, you will find that it's difficult to pen these individuals down, and yet we see them being arrested in Ukraine. 
And while we typically will associate Russian-speaking ransomware operators with people located in Russia, it's important to know that Russia is a very common language along the Eastern Bloc. People in Ukraine speak Russian, and in this case, this criminal group was operating out of Ukraine. They've been arrested, so hopefully their operations will cease. We're going to stay in Ukraine, though, because an interesting story here, the defense intelligence of Ukraine is informing the world that they've conducted a successful, quote, complex special operation in cyberspace. What was that operation? Well, they hacked Russia's Ministry of Transportation, specifically the Federal Air Transportation Agency known as Ravastiastia. Now, what's interesting here is that this is not something that the Ukrainian government used to impact flights in or out of Russia or even to spy on Russian activities. Rather, they stole data. Now, what's interesting here is that the ministry is using the stolen data to prove that sanctions are having the intended uh, effect of creating a, quote, crisis in Russian aviation. So, some are heralding this as a signal that the Ukrainian government and military has cyberspace capabilities. It's worth noting that they co-opted thousands of hackers that they didn't vet as part of their quote-unquote army at the beginning of the conflict between Ukraine and Russia. It's also unclear why a government would simply steal data to prove a point when they can monitor and spy on the activities of uh, people who are flying in a country that you're at war with. But the bottom line here is that, again, it appears, based on the data that Ukraine claims to have stolen from the Russian Ministry of Transport, that there is, in fact, large-scale and endemic issues in the Russian aviation industry. This is to be expected, but what is not clear is what the levels of, or the sort of normal day-to-day of the Russian aviation industry was prior to the Ukraine Russian conflict and sanctions, which, by the way, existed before this conflict. So there's no real baseline to judge this against. So take it with a grain of salt. Ukraine hacked Russia's air transport agency and is now saying that based on documents they were able to steal, that sanctions are really squeezing that particular mode of transportation. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding day. It's going to be a great one, so stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Until tomorrow, Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's Tip of the Cap goes to a football team in Indiana. The Ben Davis Giants are getting a sincere tip of the cap for bringing home the 10th program history championship. The IHSAA football state champions were victorious, defeating their opponents despite being lower ranked. And so the underdogs are the champions of Indiana. So to you, Ben Davis Giants, a sincere tip of the cap for your perseverance for overcoming odds, and for demonstrating a championship personality. And please keep on footballing.